I think this is what I say all the time, but I think the reason why I always repeat it is because people need to hear it. I feel like people don't hear it. And it's the fact that people need to get past all the, the glitz and glamour part of it. And it does come back to hustling and it comes back down to passion, but you need to really invest the time into your craft or your art or what it, whatever it is that you love. So if styling is your thing or working in the fashion industry, don't just focus on looking good in front of the camera. You need to make sure you're surrounded by um, a good support system, like a team who's going to help you mentally and emotionally, and then make sure that your network in terms of the industry you want to work in, so if it's fashion or styling, make sure that they're strong as well. So then you've got the, the strength both personally and professionally. This episode was brought to you by Mealamu Security, QS Productions Limited, Confident Clothing, and Mangare 275. Hey everyone, it's Shirley here, and you're listening to Le Talanoa Therapy Podcast. E mua mua fata lo faatu le paia le mamalu lalo langi atua. E mua mua foiona fa foilevi inga le atua. Ono se avanoa matango fie eta atau faatasi mai le nei aso ma faalongolongo mai le nei podcast. As you guys know, it is Samoan Language Week here in Aotearoa, so just wanted to acknowledge my culture and my mother tongue and just wanted to do a big massive shout outs to all my fellow Samoans out there and, and everyone that will be celebrating our beautiful language this week. I hope you're all doing well and in good health. Although winter is supposed to kick off here in Aotearoa around June, we are actually already seeing the ripple effects of climate change and COVID is still on the rise so if you're feeling unwell please get tested immediately and get checked by your doctor and look after each other out there and continue to keep following the COVID health guidelines you can find all this information on covid19.govt.nz and you can still get some free rat tests as well on that same website or call 0800 478 after you fill out your application, you can pick up your testing kits immediately from any collection site near you. If you do need someone else to collect it on your behalf, they can take uh, your order number. You can find all that on the same website as well. Now, as you probably see my posts all over social media, <laughs> the Pacific Fusion Fashion Show is finally back on the 28th of May, 2022. And your girl is extremely excited. That's right. I cannot wait to co-MC and be part of this incredible event. So today, I am just so grateful to have the beautiful founder share a bit of her journey about PFF and her personal journey as a hardworking entrepreneur, as a mother, as a wife, and how she manages it all with style and grace. So kick back and enjoy this special edition featuring the incredible Nora Swan. Well, firstly, um, thank you so much for coming through. I am extremely venerated and excited to have you. No worries at all. It's nice to see you online. Yeah, you too. Um, so I wanted to just go back a bit and um, just wanted to say I remember meeting you for the very first time at Ihumatau. You were a stylist for Kiani's photo shoot, I think 2019 or something. I do recall that. So that's when... Um... We worked together for Pacific Fusion Fashion Show, actually, because we were having our show at Ambury Regional Park. 
it made sense to be working with all the creatives out in the Mangere space. So yeah, and she's amazing at what she's done in the past and what she's doing right now with her her Nuku project. Yeah. Well, I just want to say I just love how passionate and professional you are with your mahi and you have this like beautiful energy and I've enjoyed seeing you evolving over the years and now you're mentoring Aotearoa through your Dress and Confidence um, program and of course Pacific Fusion Fashion Show which we're definitely going to be talking about um, but you're pretty much a fashion catalyst for our Pacific community and so I feel we need to commemorate you for your incredible journey. So let's tell Anoa about it. How did this whole thing start for you and what is your inspiration behind your incredible work? I oh, thank you so much for the opening. I think I was like, oh, crap. Um, <laughs> she'd been following the right person. <laughs> As a creative yourself, you know how it is when it comes to our passion. You know, we want to make sure that we're putting our best foot forward, especially when it's representing Basfika. So you know how, how it is. Um, especially when you're from Southside as well, you know, we've got a lot, there's that stigma and then we're like fighting the stigma and actually we know we're, we're higher, we can raise above that. So we all do the same thing out here in South Auckland and everyone's always supporting everyone in their art form. So yeah, I've been in fashion for over 10 years now. It started um, Clear Magazine, you know, the fashion magazine. I was shopping and I uh, went past the the magazines aisle doing my shopping with my my daughter who was re- really young uh, back then. And I saw on Clear Magazine, who wants to be a fashion stylist? And I thought, oh, wow, this is pretty cool. So I, I had a look through it and it said you had to explain in a hundred words why you thought you'd be a great stylist. And I thought, oh, I could do this because I, I kind of felt like I, I had an eye for, for styling and fashion. And I did used to help my friends and family dress up as well. But I never took it seriously. You know, it was kind of that thing you wanted to do on the side, especially when you have a family, young family, it, it's not a priority anymore. And then I kept on getting signs. I could hear it on the radio. Um, again, just competitions happening, you know, don't forget to enter. And so I, one day I thought, yeah, you know what, I'm going to just enter it. Um, I literally described my wardrobe, which, um, you know, it's quite flamboyant. And then I connected it to a runway setting. So it was quite creative, um, submitted it and then forgot all about it. A couple of months later, I get a call from Angela Stone saying that I had won her com- competition and that there were 4,000 entries nationally and they read through every single entry and selected mine as, you know, the winning um, entry. So from there, I went on a styling course with her um, and it opened my eyes in terms of, you know, actually considering it as, um, you know, a career or a business for me. Um, really hard because, you know, we're really casual and laid back here in New Zealand. A lot of people back then had a an understanding of what a stylist did, but didn't really see value in it. So um, it was a great opportunity. It was that one opportunity that um, made me realize that, oh, hey, you know, maybe I could turn my passion into you know, a sustainable business, and then just went from there. Um, it hasn't been an easy uh, journey um, because I went into the fashion industry with no background. It was a passion, and I kind of feel like um, God kind of assisted me with my journey because I had to smash down a lot of doors to get to where I am today. And, yeah, still doing it. I love what I do. Um, I think, you know, you mentioned the Dress and Confidence program. Like, we do Pacific Fusion Fashion Show. I run a small modeling agency. I do styling, but Dressed in Confidence was created as my give back to the community. And so that's where we do all our community initiatives. And, and I love that there's a lot of youth and um, 
Basifika and people in South Auckland who really do have an interest in fashion. And so I want to just keep on growing the industry and ha- making sure that there's a Basifika representation, a genuine Basifika representation um, in, in mainstream fashion. So there's real, there's heaps of conversations taking place and movements and everyone connected to any of the events or the initiatives that I've created, you know, we all share that same, the same value. Wow, that's so beautiful. What a beautiful journey. So for those who may have just heard about it, um, could you share why you're putting on this fashion show and what are you hoping to achieve from this one? So this is going to be our sixth year. We are proudly South Auckland hosted event. So we started off in East Tamaki. We're in um, Andrew Sims car dealership. So we we are in the um, showroom and had all these flash cars all around us. We had our first year there. 2017, I think, was a huge highlight. That's when we closed down Otara Shopping Centre and had our show down the strip there. 2018, as I said, Ambry Regional Park. Uh, 2019, we were actually meant to be in a, a, a factory in Manurewa. And I had reached out to seven factories in Manurewa and everyone was really excited and loved the concept, but it all came back down to health and safety. So five weeks out, we had to go to um, the Monaco Event Centre and had our show there. Um, and then 2020, we had COVID and, you know, we, we did a digital show, um, Pollination, and then we, we were able to have our uh, exclusive screening in Wellington. And so, yes, you know, last year it's been crazy, you know, as we all know. And so it's really nice that we can actually have a physical show again this year. So we are closing down a certain area here on St. George Street, so between Rangitoto and Colma, and we're having a show on, on the road, literally. And so um, everyone's really excited, and at the same time, it's havoc. But um, I'm working with my same team from year one with the inclusion of Sammy Salsa, which is really great. Even though it's really crazy, at the same time, we know, we know what we're doing. We've got a really good team, and um, things are coming together nicely, yeah. That's amazing. So where, where can people buy tickets? Yep, so tickets are on the Event Finder platform. Um, so available now, our GAs, so row three and row two, they're moving quite swiftly. So I do recommend that um, you get some tickets. We're really blessed to have some community partners come on, um, which has allowed us to, to give complimentary tickets out to the community as well, which is really good. So really grateful to our partners that allow us to do that. I guess for us, you know, what we want to do is um, highlight that we can also host a, a high-end fashion experience here in South Auckland. Um, so we do have our VIP tickets where you get the the complete package. You know, you're going to the um, a fashion show, you've got the VIP lounge, you've got your gift bag, you've got your front row seat. You're amongst a whole heap of other um, fashion enthusiasts, and it's you know it's going to be an amazing night. So I've been to quite a few fashion shows um, overseas, and you know, in in New, in New Zealand, you know, we go to New Zealand Fashion Week and. You've got um, AUT's fashion show, Whitecliffe's fashion show. So I've experienced it firsthand on what it feels like to be at a high-end fashion experience. And so that's what we're creating here in South Auckland. And it's really cool because we, we're kind of, you know, stating that we can have those events here in our backyard as well. I love that. That is so amazing. I'm so grateful that you shifted into the space where you're able to open open doors for many yeah, we have a really great ecosystem. I think a lot of Pacifica creatives look forward to Pacific Fusion because we are all coming together. Great opportunity to network and collaborate. Um, but on the night of the show, we've got nine designers. So our last few designers will be um, announced this week via Fashion NZ, who's our uh, um, online our marketing partner. 
So nine designers, we're working with 60 models. Um, what's really cool is majority of them are Pacifica. I would say about, um, let's say 40% are aspiring and then the 60% are, are models who are working on building their portfolios or have really good experience in, in fashion and modeling. So yeah, it's going to be a great night of entertainment. And then we've got, you know, great MCs as yourself. And, and I look forward to really um, working with you as well because you emceed the Diversity Festival. We did some work there as well, uh, working with Otara Papa Toy Toy Local Board and Rana. And yeah, it was great to see your work there. And then I know you collab with a lot of the, uh, the models that uh, I work with as well. So yeah, you're always popping up in my newsfeed. So what you're doing is fantastic as well. I'm so thankful. Honestly, it's such a great honor. I know Sammy, I, I was with Sammy in the weekend and I, he was like, hey, oh my gosh, you're emceeing. Um, Sammy's amazing. He's such an amazing person. You have such a great lineup. I'm so excited, sis. But can we talk about like what you were doing, what you did before you became a stylist? Like, like prior to that, what was your upbringing like and um, how was it like for you growing up? Samoan, um, New Zealand-born Samoan you weigh in, but predominantly brought up the Samoan way. Um, so I grew up in Efakasa Church, so traditional Samoan upbringing. Um, I always liked fashion, you know, and I was that one. I'd always get in trouble from my mom about, you know, because I was in the church choir, the youth group. When it came to uniforms, I'd be pushing the boundaries and trying to change my uniform, getting in trouble, trying to get away with it as much as I could when it came to how I looked um, because I was always an introvert and my personal style kind of expressed who I was as a creative. And I never knew that back then, but I know that now. So yeah, brought up the Fatsa Moorway, um, liked fashion, had a nine to five. Um, I did a whole heap of stuff. Like I worked in office, office admin. I, w- I worked in sales. Um, but what I can take from those jobs is that I found because I was really shy and introverted, the sale role and the um, the admin work kind of helped me with how I'm really methodical and how I do my work. So that was admin. And then from the sales role, you know, when you're a small business owner, you've got to sell, <laughs> you've got to hustle, you've got to sell your service or your product. So I learned all of that from those jobs. Um, and then I just put my own unique spin on it so that, you know, because I'm really big on authenticity. And so I made sure that I was still me when I was selling my my service. So um, I think I worked full-time while I was growing my business. I knew that if I wanted my business to be successful, I needed to just keep at it after nine to five, after I had done all the domesticated duties and you know spent time with my family. I needed to invest additional time so that I could grow my business if I really wanted to do what I wanted to do. So I did that for a few years and then it was really nice to finally because I started getting projects and contracts, um, I turned from a full-time to a part-time and then they wanted me to do more hours. So then I went from that part-time to another part-time because I didn't want to give up on my business that was growing. So I just kind of, I had to be flexible and made it work and I sacrificed so much just to build my business. So once I started working full-time on my business, I was relieved. Um, But I will say that from juggling all those different roles, it's really helped me with event management because I can, you know, I kind of have the gist of doing 10 things all at once, you know, that's been my norm. And so it's, that's the mindset that I hold as well. Yeah. I love your hustle. And, um, you know, you're a mum. 
how do you manage uh, being a mom and you know like like a lot of us moms who are super busy we become multitaskers but how has that journey been like with you being a mom in the whole business yeah um it's a good question um because I always feel bad that you know I'm neglecting my kids and so it also gets to the point where I have to make sure that I set time in my calendar you know I switch off and this is family time and sometimes we really force it and we go away and have a a weekend away but um, when I can I take my kids with me like to work Um, when there's projects that allow for my kids to come then I'm like okay you're coming and for my little one she's like ah but I take her as well because for me that's us still bonding and yeah you know I do feel bad every time I'm not with my kids but then I guess I'm also showing my kids that you can have your cake and eat it you know, and I'm always going to have that entrepreneurial mindset because you see other people doing it and it's like, well, they can do it. So can I. And if we have to sacrifice things short term for that lifestyle that we want, then it's all worth it. Yeah. That's so inspiring. You know, I feel like a lot a lot of mums can relate to that because, you know, nowadays, you know, it's like a lot of a lot of mums are out there hustling. And, you know, you're like such a great example of that. And so I just want to say that's amazing, sis. And we're so proud of you. Like, honestly, we're so proud of you because it's not easy. It's so hard, like being a mom and working and trying to manage everything. So shout outs to your kids for being super understanding. And obviously your partner, you must have a really supportive um, partner because <laughs> it's so hard to have yeah. family support. Yeah, oh, most definitely. Um you know, like every couple, me and my husband will, will argue and then we try and leave it then and there. Um, and I feel like it needs to be sorted because I can't go to work if things at home are not well. So after, you know, we've, we've been doing this for ages now. So we've managed to get that routine of, of how to make things work. Like today, I was just talking to a colleague of mine about during this time, my husband is really good. Like he sees me like, and then he comes, he's got my cup of tea ready He's got, um, he's done my breakfast. He's got this good music playing in the background just to help me with my mindset and to, just to keep me calm because yeah, it, it, it can get really crazy and it, it does take um, a lot of thick skin at times and a lot of patience. But like I said, if you love what you do and if you stick to um, the purpose of why you're doing what you're doing, then it, it kind of, it's kind of all worth it, I'd say. But, you know, I, I do try and do things um, so that it doesn't need to get to that stage of, you know how, People kind of expect, okay, fashion industry, lots of egos, there's lots of power tripping and all of that stuff. And it does exist. But I think as Pacifica people, we should be able to have those conversations where it doesn't need to get to that stage because our people are not like that. We should salanoa and make sure that everyone comes to an, an understanding or to an agreement so that it doesn't have to get to something crazy, which I don't feel is as a speaker. You know what? Thank you so much for sharing that. I know as an ambitious person, um, I've experienced something similar where it really destroyed my relationship, you know, working so much and not being there for the family. And so I love that you're able to share that, how you balance things out, because that is so important. I could actually take a note from your book. We all can, you know, we're all human and we can only try and try and try again. Um, So I wanted to tell Anoa about the design of this event. I know that the theme this year is woven, which is really dope, but what can we expect in regards to the aesthetic and maybe the feel and the vibe of the event? Um, so Sammy's looking after this part of the show, the theming, because he's our creative director. So I think what he said is for everyone to just 
bring your game, your A game when it comes to fashion. You know, like I said, we're really wanting to show that we can hold these, you know, these high-end events. So it's like make sure your fashion is also speaking to that level as well. Um, I think what's really cool about PFFS is that when it comes to the designers, we give them free creative reign to express yourself. You know, with the mainstream, it's all about um, seasonal trends. And we kind of, we do adopt it in a specific setting as well. But I think the fact that there's a lot of, uh, you know, you can do what you want to do, basically. You know, if you feel like this is how you want to, um, if this is how you want to represent your brand on the night, go crazy in terms of the designers. And I think that's a flow on to the audience that comes as well. Like it's the night for you to just be unapologetically you. I think that was um, the words that Sammy used. And I'm sure everyone who comes and I can tell by the, the list who, of people who are coming to the show, everyone is going to bring their A game. I am so honoured. So, so once again, I just want to say thank you so much for um, letting me be part of this this year. I'm super excited. Cannot wait. But last words, do you have any words of advice for anyone dreaming of becoming a stylist like yourself? I think this is what I say all the time, but I think the reason why I always repeat it is because people need to hear it. I feel like people don't hear it. And it's the fact that... Um, People need to get past all the, the glitz and glamour part of it. And it does come back to hustling. Like um, you need to work really hard if you're passionate about it because it's going to come like this and that. And it comes back down to passion. But you need to really invest the time into um, your craft or your art or what it, whatever it is that you love. So if styling is your thing or working in the fashion industry, don't just focus on looking good in front of the camera. You need to... Make sure you're surrounded by um, a good support system, like a team who's going to help you mentally and emotionally. And then make sure that your network in terms of the industry you want to work in, so if it's fashion or styling, make sure that they're strong as well. So then you've got the, um, the strength both personally and professionally. That's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I know that so many people out there really appreciate you. I'm super excited to like see you in person because I know – Every year, and I always like look forward to seeing what you're wearing. Any hints? Yeah, I, I'm proud to say because I'm always trying to push our Pacifica designers, especially our aspiring designers. So I will share that I am wearing on on clothing. Um, he's showcasing on the night of the show too, but his I love his his um his aesthetic is it's beautiful. That's amazing. I'm so excited. Thank you so much, and um. I wish you all the best for the rest of your day and also cannot wait to see you and be part of the energy and the vibe of the night. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Really appreciate it. And we'll be talking heaps because we've got our, um, we've got to go through our MC spiel and things like that. So you'll hear more from myself or Deborah over the next week. Thank you so much, sis. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you again. So I love it. You too. Bye. That was a great catch-up with our Polly sister, Nora. She definitely has a powerful, inspiring story, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. And as promised, it's time to announce our winner for that double pass to attend the Pacific Fusion fashion show that's happening this Saturday evening. Drum roll, please. And our winner is the fabulous Amy Lautongo. Congratulations, girl. Your video was the best. Um, Hello, I'm still in line waiting to rock your garments, girl. So <laughs> that is us on Saturday. Have a fantastic week. And if you haven't already, go give our Letala Noah Therapy Show 
a follow on Instagram. And you can also subscribe to my Queen Shirley YouTube channel. And hey, I'm on TikTok too, guys. Follow me on there. But for now, in support of New Zealand Music Month, here is a track I did featuring my beautiful homegirl, Raze. Check out the video on YouTube. It's fabulous. Peace, one love, and power to the people. This goes out to all my queens up in here. The world is yours. Oh, the world is yours. Rise up, rise up, rise up. Queens rise up, 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 queens r